0: You're listening to a fresh new podcast on healing, spiritual development, nutrition, energy work, and sometimes aliens. From the owner of the celebrity acclaimed Raw Republic Juice Bar and Wellness Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, Sheena Manina. Yes, that's her real name. This is Raw Talk with Sheena.
1: Are you ready for this? I've been waiting my entire life for this. (laughs) but well, seriously the if if anyone has not heard of our guest today you need to pause it right here go yes. back and listen to every other episode because the our, the guest that we have today was mentioned in probably every single one yes <laughs> that's by me <laughs> is an accurate statement yeah we're in the presence of basically the equivalent of everyone else's angelina jolie in this present day <laughs> that's amberley's experience with our guest today and, yeah um Without further ado, this is Wendy Kennedy. (laughs) Wow. What an introduction. (laughs) Well, thank you. It's a
0: pleasure (laughs) to join you both. Thank you for being here. I know this is like just like so awesome. (laughs) I like I have no words
1: for it. We're tag teaming on this one because we're both already immersed in the energy that is is Wendy and everything she represents and is bringing to the table. So we are, we're going to help each other out. Okay? We're going to do it together. We're gonna, We're gonna make be it. okay. Um, so for those of you who are not familiar with Wendy's work, uh, again, we Amberly and I have had many sessions. We've done courses, and um, we've really resonated with all of the um, the information that Wendy is bringing forward, and she does so through. Channeling methods through specifically the Pleiadian Collective and through her courses, her videos, and her live events. And she has some amazing resources on her website. But if you have an opportunity to do a live reading, that is. An amazing experience as well as the course that we just completed so um mm-hmm. but Wendy we want to hear from you and and maybe let's talk about some things that are not um something that you normally talk about and we've kind of been going on to um into that subject um just kind of touching base here at in Amberley's room at the Beverly Hills Hotel um <laughs> yeah welcome so- to my house <laughs>
2: <laughs> Welcome to my humble abode. She, she's moving in here. Oh, what a fine abode it is. <laughs> yes,
1: I'm here. Um, but yeah, we've we've kind of just been touching base on how interesting it is to be immersed in this information, which is is resonating higher than the third dimensional existence, and then incorporating that into being a human. So, um, Wendy, if you could start in talking about how what it's like to have access to this information that seems all knowing and then to participate in your life as a human.
2: You know, it's funny. I don't think of it that way. <laughs> you know, it's kind of these energetic friends that I have that occasionally I check in with, Yeah. you know, you were asking me earlier when we were just chatting about what it's like with my guides. Do I talk to them every day? Mm-hmm. And They're always there, and and sometimes I'll get little bits and pieces, but it's not Mm -hmm. like we sit down and have a full-on conversation. And I think over the years, they've really helped try to get me to be self-sufficient and self-reliant. And I think that's one thing that I'm really trying to do with other people. Mm -hmm. I don't want people to come to me looking for answers to say, tell me what I'm supposed to do. I want to help you figure out how to listen to yourself to do that. Mm -hmm. And. I think that's something that they've been really good at helping me to work with. So sometimes I forget to do that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll use a lot of that masculine energy and try to figure things out mentally instead of taking the time to sit down, get quiet, go inside and just listen and when I do that I usually get really great information about how to proceed but you know a lot of times just like everybody else I forget I have the tools the mm-hmm. times that I need the tools the most or the times that I forget I have them <laughs> or I just am flat out refusing to yes. use Yes, nope. It's like yeah nope I'm just gonna <laughs> yep. sit and numb out and watch some TV yeah. for an hour Yeah, you know and then oh, I get yeah. bored yeah. and it's like okay I know I'll feel better if I do this. Yeah you have, have
1: to look to- at your stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What are some examples of the tools that you're talking about
2: well some of it's really really basic stuff like Mm -hmm. just clearing out my field yeah um I live here in L.A. It's a very frenetic place and it's very easy right now, I think, for a lot of us to pick up energy from other people because mm-hmm. everybody's emotional stuff is coming up. Mm-hmm. And I love how the guides kind of describe it. They said they, they say things like, you know, you'd never dream of walking down a dusty road in a white outfit and not wash your clothes. Mm-hmm. So why would you not clear out your field? That's mm-hmm. so interesting. So I sometimes forget to yeah. do it mm-hmm. and I was like all right I know I'll feel better if I just sit down for a minute imagine clearing out my field mm-hmm. and what I'm finding is that once a day is just not enough yeah. that I have to do it multiple times throughout the day because mm-hmm. I can uh, when I've started to do that I've noticed that yeah I've been picking some stuff up
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I, I'm noticing that faster as mm-hmm. opposed to a day or two later Um, And especially with uh, family and friends, Mm -hmm. when you care a lot about them, you don't want to see them suffering. You know, I think we have a tendency, especially those of us who are healers and sensitives, to want to fix it for them. (laughs) And so there's a lot of energy going off to them. And it's like, no, 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 that doesn't really work. Uh So really being conscious of pulling back my energy only taking care of of what's mine to take care of mm-hmm. in the sense of I can't walk someone else's path for them. So just clearing out my field of anything that isn't mine or is no longer serving me. Mm-hmm. So just taking time to sit down, put myself in my heart center by thinking of something that puts a smile on my face and then clearing out my field mm-hmm. and then setting a new intention. What frequency do I want to embody right now? and then checking in periodically that's another tool just to see where am I at oh mm-hmm. i'm i'm really in my head right now oh yeah right <laughs> you know I've, yeah. I've really got off the deep end there i'm in that story and i'm yes. i'm spinning my wheels and i need to stop and just again reset go back clear out my field heart center myself mm-hmm. and set a new intention mm-hmm. so it's really basic stuff it's not complicated yeah.
1: right. when you're thinking of which frequency you want to be in part with. Are you imagining a physical sensation? Are you thinking about something that excites you? How are you tuning into that frequency? Like, what does it feel like?
2: I think it depends on what it is I want to create, but I sometimes will have a mental image of what that looks like. And then I have to feel it. What would it feel like to have that thing or to be in that emotional state? Mm-hmm. If I want Health. All right. What would it feel like in my body if I was healthy Mm -hmm. or if I was vital Mm -hmm. or um, if I felt um, connected? Mm -hmm. You know, there are times where I recognize that I've shut down my heart center because I am very sensitive Mm -hmm. and uh, it's just a way to cope. I think most empaths do this. And it served us for a while, but long-term, n- not so much. Mm-hmm. So I recognize that, oh, I'm noticing my heart's feeling really closed. I'm up in my head. And then I have to imagine what would it feel like to feel connected and to feel not connected to everybody's junk, all their limiting thoughts, but what would it feel like to have that <laughs> nice yeah. energetic exchange where yeah. you know, you're know you having that conversation and mm-hmm. it's just like the one we've had here yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where it just keeps elevating and you're feeling that that sense of I don't know what the right word is it, it's a tingly connection. it's
1: not a lot of times for me it's like a tingly feeling I
0: lose track of time
1: that's a good yeah pointer. It's it feels like, like you having fun
0: yeah it feels it's like you've you been, been yeah. playing well not for you because you hate board games but if you've been playing like a board game <laughs> or like been in the movie theater and you come out and you're like what time is it it's that feeling of kind of getting lost in the moment for me that's mm-hmm. how it how it is when I'm connecting with somebody
1: yeah but I love what you said, Wendy, and um, I think it's important for basically, I think that you are, are getting inspiration to share this, this practical sense of how to live and, and how to manifest and how to operate, because it's such a subtle um, messaging system that can change the way that you feel in this existence and what what comes up for me quite often is you know how much of what we want or what we wish to manifest so like that that's already in our field right if we want something it's already in in our our mindset so how much of our conscious awareness is playing a part in actually making that happen
2: i think a fair amount because where we get tripped up is when we have an expectation of what something looks like.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Because I think all of us have an idea of how we want to feel having the experience. Yeah. And really, if we had that feeling, would we really care what the experience was? That's so true. So mm-hmm. we get tripped up thinking of, oh, it's supposed to look this way. Mm-hmm. And then when it doesn't turn out to look that way, we get disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That expectation traps us. Mm-hmm. And... I think when we can focus on the frequency of what we want. I want to feel freedom, I want to feel joy, I want to feel love, I want to feel peace. Mm-hmm. When we focus on that, things can come to us in ways that we just can't expect. We don't have necessarily that visual representation and that's when we can exceed even our expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, the universe can build it better and bigger than we can ever imagine and we can be of greater service in that way when we let go of what it looks like
1: yeah yeah can you give an example of how that's worked in your life
2: or what Um, it's looked like well we were talking earlier about the process and i had this idea that the process was supposed to be this tiny little product Mm -hmm. and it just wasn't happening and i had to back away from it and i knew i was like all right i just want to be of service i want to help Mm -hmm. i know that this is part of it but i had to let go of what i the form I thought it was going to be in. Right. And when I did that, I got the information of what the structure was supposed to look like, and it was supposed to be much bigger.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: it turned, I, I had no expectation of that that's what it was supposed to look like.
0: Yeah.
2: And when that inspiration came, it was very clear to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is big because this is going to teach people the basics. And like you were saying, if you understand how you create your reality, the subtleties of it, you can start to create anything that you want. And the funny thing is, is that it's kind of tricky to say that, that you can have anything that you want, Mm because the ego might want something that the higher self doesn't really think will serve soul growth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you let go of the form, Mm -hmm. again, you start working with the, the frequencies of what you want, then yeah, you can get that. It just might not be in the form that you're thinking of, so it gets right. a little tricky. I think people have that expectation of, well, why can't I win the lottery?
0: Yeah, <laughs>
2: so often if I had a dollar every yeah. <laughs> time people ask me that one, I would have won the lottery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, well, that doesn't really serve your soul growth, but right. you can have abundance. Right. You can right. have, mm-hmm. you know, financial freedom, mm-hmm. um, or what abundance, you know, what that lottery represents to you Mm -hmm. it just won't come in that form because you're not going to get the lesson that way right Mm -hmm. and what you have said before is
0: that if say you did win the lottery it wasn't going to serve your soul's growth um, because it has to do with you learning how to set boundaries first or uh, learning how to manage money better or holding a higher frequency or holding a lot of energy in order to maintain that amount of money in your Mm -hmm. life, things like that. So that would be an example of um, not having not being in the <laughs> you know what I'm saying and I get you. <laughs> I'm like I sure something's do. like something I else know. is coming through but <laughs> yeah so it you're not always gonna want to um get the thing that you think you want right because it, you it's going to serve you better to um to grow a little bit first before you get the thing that might be on its way. It's just going to
2: take a little bit of time because you need to learn something first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think uh, that people get confused by that as well. Mm -hmm. They think, well, I'm asking for this thing. Where is it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's because, you know, there are things sometimes we need to learn to prepare ourselves. And then Mm -hmm. also we think, oh, well, I really wanted that job. That was the job for me. But you think, well, if you got it, you're working with people who aren't very nice. You're going to be stressed out. And so the universe knows what you need and that's where trust comes in. Mm -hmm. That you trust that whatever is showing up for you Is exactly what you need in the moment And instead of trying to control it And figure it out Just be present And that's going to lead you where you want to go If you keep resetting that intention Mm -hmm. Because I think where you were trying to go there Is that if you In order to get what you want You have to be a vibrational match for it right? And if you aren't in that space yet You're preparing yourself to to rise to that space Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely So it's
1: really about being in the experience of what is in front of you in the moment and trusting that that is a part of your process. Knowing that if you are doing this conscious work and you're you're open to anything being of truth in that moment, that you are in the direction of that coming forth for you did that make sense yep (laughs) you got
0: it yep you got it it. but for those of you who don't know the process is a manifestation course that wendy kennedy provides people so you can go to um her website and check that out because Sheena and i personally went through the process together um with wendy and it was amazing i wouldn't trade it for anything but be prepared for things to shift in your life yeah. in, in ways that you don't expect. So, you know, you, you might want um, more money because you want a house, but what you want to manifest is the house, not the money. So because you might be gifted a house right. or,
2: you know, Something like that. It allows so,
1: infinite possibilities
2: for things to show up in it your life. Does. You know, mm-hmm. um, for years, the guides would give an example of, you know, you want a new TV mm-hmm. and you think, Oh, I have to work so many hours to get so much money. And yeah. I would give that example again and again and again. And then, Oh, I don't know. This is probably 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, I really would like to have a new TV. <laughs> <laughs> and it came to me, somebody was you know they were they had an extra house and they were selling it and they gave me a tv a brand new tv and I just was like okay that's funny it was the, the exact example and yeah I was like, all right I got go, <laughs> message received
1: I love it the example that always comes up for me when I'm talking I'm trying to give people the idea of this and I don't think that anyone believes me but when people are talking about having a baby and they're saying you know well, we have to have this much sa- saved in like the college fund and like predict for there's no prediction in the world that could give you the amount of money that you would need for a human's experience, right? There are so many variables. That child could come in making its own money. It could be a, you know, a child right. model. So, breaking something down into those physical limitations basically is saying that you're it's almost like an unnecessary practice. Mm-hmm. And do you find that we in kind of this modern life, we have so many of those built in that it, should we just push them all aside and just live and, and resonate in the moment that
2: our lives would be a lot more peaceful? I think, you know, especially around money, Mm-hmm. um, In the Western world, we're very stuck in that. I think there are other parts of the world that certainly aren't. People Mm -hmm. who have nothing are Mm -hmm. so happy. Yeah. And I think we really see that here in the U.S., Mm -hmm. where people who have lots of money and still are completely miserable. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it just goes to show you that it's not about having money to make you happy. I think we're very conditioned to look for having a certain dollar amount. I think we're very conditioned to have a certain status, to have a certain title, to have a certain reach. You know, if mm-hmm. we're going to do um, something in the world, it's got to be huge. Right. And I, I think that does us such a disservice because you know, one person, one small act of kindness to someone uh, can have such a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're talking about Um, you know, having children and trying to prepare, we just don't know what's to come. So you have to let that go and just trust and control (laughs) is What are those big issues for all of us? And, (laughs) you know, I think it's really a sneaky thing. And I know you've heard me talk about this and the peas talk about this, that control can be as subtle as thinking about the future and not being in the now moment. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, i got to figure out how I'm going to get through the rest Mm -hmm. of my afternoon instead of just being present and allowing it to unfold. There's a time to set that intention of what you'd like to achieve, Mm -hmm. and then the rest of the time you're supposed to be in the moment. Yeah. You know, but most of us aren't there. Mm -hmm. We're trying to control it and figure it out so that we feel safe, so that we feel loved, so that we feel accepted.
0: I've found that the more I've practiced being in the moment, the people around me, are so annoyed by me. <laughs> it's so funny. They're like, it, it almost makes them want to control even more. Mm-hmm. And the more they try to control, the more like aloof I am and the more in the moment I want to be. And it becomes this like little battle within themselves that they're looking at me saying like, well, why are you so, you know, fancy free? And like, how do you think it's going to work out? And so I'm like, I just know it's going to work out. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, I didn't get um, my rental car yesterday when I was going to a wedding in Sonoma. And all the rental cars were like sold out and and gone. And even though I had a reservation, they're like, it's going to be three hours before a rental car is ready. And I was like, oh, no, it's good. We'll just get Uber. And, you know, my sister, I love her to death. But she's like so PO'd. She's just like PO'd beyond belief. She's like, okay, if we took the 7 o'clock flight, we wouldn't have had this problem. You know, all this kind of stuff. I was like, what if we would have gotten into an accident? Or, you know, what if all this kind of stuff turns out now, today? She's like, I'm so glad we didn't have the rental car. I'm like, yeah, of course, now you're saying that. But it would not have worked out. It was not feasible because of the way the roads were and the timing. It was unfamiliar territory to us. It We would have missed the wedding. It just would have been awful. So, now knowing that, I was trusting and being in the moment. I was just so like, oh, okay. And she she was so frustrated with the whole situation. But it was a good teaching tool for her because she's like, I really see now being in the moment is, is so useful. It really is because I'm like, you worried for nothing. You, you got so constricted in your body and so yeah. annoyed and wanted to control more and more and more. And as soon as she let go and saw the lesson, she was like, okay, now I want to practice this more. And she, it kind of changed her world a little bit with one little insignificant situation. Yeah.
1: So. I think the big categories for people to begin being more free are well, I'm for, I'm assuming this is totally my thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's and relation- Sheena's cha- channeling the plea Relati- collective now, <laughs> <Relationships> <laughs> not Wendy and business for me. <laughs> like, because there are so, there's so much noise and information and so much influence relating to, you know, what a business should like look like what a relationship should look like. And it's almost like, everyone around me you know is so afraid to see that I've let go of some the part that I have let go of everything else I'm still trying to figure out how to do that but (laughs) it's it's you're right it does put people in a state of fear that like oh my god but but really Wendy like when what you're seeing with your clients and the people that you've touched and affected what happens when they just
2: start letting go I think life's so much easier. Yeah. Like with your sister, mm-hmm. I think when we have those experiences and we begin to recognize them, it's like, mm-hmm. all right, well, this seems like a much easier way to operate. Right, right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a go. I think it becomes easier to trust, but you need mm-hmm. to have that experience a mm-hmm. few times. Yeah. I think the things that we're really invested in, that's that's tricky. Yes. You know, we're invested in the outcome, mm-hmm. but you can start with things that are really simple, whether it's manifesting mm-hmm. that parking space yeah. or setting an intention to have a particular kind of experience today i'm gonna to have a really great conversation with somebody i don't know who it is mm-hmm. but you know i'm gonna have one yeah and so when we start to do that with things that we're not invested in it just makes it much much easier mm-hmm. and then that starts to reinforce that oh look this actually works yeah and it makes it much easier in the things that we are invested in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely
1: do you think the peas Short for Pleiadians, everyone. (laughs) Do you think that they're giving this information to us because they want to see us receive what we want?
2: I think they want to see us happy Mm -hmm. and to feel loved and Mm -hmm. to be loving. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think they want to help lift us. Yeah. Because that
0: helps everyone. And, you know, intergalactically, too. It's just the more we raise our vibrational experience, everything else. Is going to vibe higher, right. I feel like
2: No, that's definitely true. And they talk mm-hmm. about how the process that we're going through right now with elevating our consciousness and mm-hmm. accessing a deeper level of compassion, how that actually is impacting the entire universe, mm-hmm. because they always describe Earth as the planet of emotion. So if you want to go learn about emotion, you go to Earth. And yep, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I feel we that. Get a test. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, because of this. We have a deeper sense of compassion. We know what it feels like to be at rock bottom. Oh, yeah. So when somebody else is there, we're able to access a deeper level Mm -hmm. in a way that they can't. Mm -hmm. And they acknowledge that. And as we learn to hold more and more compassion, that ripples through the universe. It helps teach all the other beings in the universe another level of compassion that that they didn't really access because they're not using emotions in the same way. Right. That's fascinating.
0: Mm-hmm. So we, yeah. we like to think of ourselves as not being very important. Like humans are like, Oh, you know, I'm Arcturian or I am Pleiadian and they don't want to be human, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's like, we're low man on the totem pole, but that is so significant that we are teaching so many other beings that are, you know, quote quote unquote, uh, higher dimensional beings, you know, they know all and we know nothing, um, which is true to an extent <laughs> or we are under the illusion that we know nothing, yeah, um but we are participating in a way that is helping everybody else out, which is awesome, that we we don't give ourselves enough credit,
2: I feel like,
1: yeah, or we just want to be where they are, yeah, which would stop us from experiencing this Mm
2: -hmm. i get that a lot with clients and you know (laughs) they're always asking well why do you want that yeah and it's usually because we want to escape something here Mm -hmm. because there is a part of us that already knows what it's like to be that higher aspect Mm -hmm. and the name of the game here was to figure out how do we forget Mm -hmm. and then how do we find our way back to remembrance yeah and it's not about getting to the other side so much Mm -hmm. is the journey that takes us there. And that's the fascinating bit. And that's what we've all come for. Mm -hmm. But I hear that a lot from people. They just, they want to avoid being here. Yeah, I want to be on the other side Mm -hmm. or I want this gift or I want that gift. And they're like, well, why, what is it about it? And usually it's to avoid some pain factor here. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. when you can identify what's driving you, that it's, that it, if it's a an avoidance of pain, then that's an indicator for you that there's something for you to process. There's something, some judgment that you've got going on Mm -hmm. to let go of. And that will actually make things a lot easier because the irony is the things that we want, whether it's to raise our vibration or Mm -hmm. to have more psychic gifts and awareness, we have to let go of that attachment or that desire to avoid pain, because that's keeping us locked in the loop of it. Mm -hmm. And when we're not attached to whether it happens or it doesn't happen, that's when it shows up. Right. Because that helps. We're not in that polarized state, and that polarized state keeps us from accessing it. That's so significant. I hope everyone just heard that.
1: (laughs) I heard some of it. I'm going to listen to this like... A thousand times, times. yeah. I'll get it at some point. Um, (laughs) So, Wendy, when something happens to us in the physical plane do you and the peas perceive it as a result of our vibration or is it sometimes brought in as a teaching tool
2: both both okay both because there isn't anything that we experience that doesn't serve us in some way there's some lesson Mm -hmm. whether it's reinforcing one that we've kind of already worked through before um where our frequency is determines what we're able to see and perceive in the world. Mm-hmm. So it's it's both. There are things that our higher self has in mind, the mm-hmm. bigger blueprint that right. the ego would never agree to. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, there is no way I'm doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, sometimes it's to help integrate things that happen in other lifetimes or recreated mm-hmm. here and now. But I think there's value in everything that we experience. We just mm-hmm. have to look for the lesson. And when we look to see how something serves us, that's when we move out of the pain cycle with it. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise we feel victimized, mm-hmm. we feel hurt. And when we see, oh, I'm gaining this from it, then it mm-hmm. empowers us. Mm-hmm. It puts us back in in alignment with Source because we're in that empowered state. We're in mm-hmm. alignment with Source. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. So do we have to continuously check ourselves so that we're not so that we're manifesting you know check yourself that, before you wreck yourself. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking I've about. Never heard yeah. that. that's
0: beautiful. You can use it. I'll allow it.
1: <laughs> because I I think of this often. You know, I think wow, I'm uh, my boyfriend Evan and I were watching a movie the night before I got on a plane um to come here actually to LA the next morning in the airport, I saw the person who was in the movie that we were watching in the airport and a ton of other synchronistic things. And I'm like, God damn, I'm getting good at manifestation. And so as soon as that happens, then I'm like, Oh shit. You know, like if I'm thinking about, I, I freak myself out and I know you do the same thing, mm-hmm. whether you admit it or not, because you, I know that you know that like you scare yourself sometimes because you're yeah. thinking like, I know that I'm powerful, like what if I self-sabotage and like create a car accident or like, um, you get afraid to think
0: and be human Right, almost. It's almost like you have a fear of being in the human experience because then or it like, is like you, you're you wondering how much power you yeah. have. <laughs> you fear your own power. Yeah. Yeah. Like I thought about her dog falling into the lake when we were on a walk, and her, like two seconds later, her dog fell in the lake. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, was I tapping into that experience about, to, like, was I having foresight or did I make that happen by thinking about it? You know, you, it's hard to know the
2: difference. Yeah, which
1: one, Wendy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: you know, we have free will. So you can. Right do something for someone else but right. and there is no time so we're yeah. I think a lot of times we're tapping into things that are about to happen and okay. we have an awareness to prepare mm-hmm. us but yeah um, poor little dog yeah. <laughs> poor Curtis <laughs> I poor know it's like
0: what a victim of my <laughs> manifestation skills right there <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I think a lot of people have that idea of, oh, you know, I've made myself sick or, oh, I've created this bad right. thing. And there's a lot of judgment that goes along with that. And mm-hmm. I think that's a very dangerous thing. Um, yeah. It's really all about vibrational exploration. And we blame ourselves. We beat ourselves up because we think, oh, I've created this negative. Mm-hmm. And we've got to stop that. Yeah. we got to knock that stuff off because mm-hmm. it is not serving any of us. And it I think it's right. kind of a beginner step. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't really understand the bigger picture yet Mm -hmm. that that there's a bigger blueprint for me and sometimes walking that path that's a little darker Mm -hmm. is gonna help me to grow. Instead we beat ourselves up saying I did something wrong. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And Mm -hmm. you know, that's that doesn't serve us really.
0: Right. Like a few weeks ago I was driving in New Orleans and I was thinking about work and I was caught up in my logic and you know obviously wasn't at the highest frequency at that point and a car just ran into me and i was thinking oh i manifested that like if i only held my frequency higher you know i i wouldn't have gotten in that accident mm-hmm. and you know you can beat yourself up about about little things that happen that i know would have probably happened anyway you know and anything that's meant to happen is going to happen i feel like Maybe regardless of your frequency, I don't know, but maybe that's a question that I have actually. So what did you mm-hmm. learn from it? So, so I learned that um, being hit has has its perks. <laughs> 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 so, saved a lot of mileage on my car. <laughs> saved a lot of gas money. <laughs> so, no, I mean, um, it is. I've no always would ever say that. <laughs> I know, I know. But also, my car. This is just a weird tangent. My car w- is has always been a little like projection of myself. And I feel like whatever I was going through in that moment, it was kind of significant to to show me, hey, like this is what you're going through. It's okay if you get, you know, hit. You're going to have a little bit of a rebirth or, you know, a reconstruction period, a little downtime, restoration and come out of it brand new you know you're gonna be fine so I really learned to just kind of like let go and I really wasn't even mad it was just kind of frustrating in the moment but um yeah I learned to let go of it and but at first I was for a full day I was beating myself up about it I'm like oh if I just didn't drop my frequency and then I was feeling scared to Do anything, you know, because you don't want to drop out of frequency, and you and you don't want to start pulling things into your field, yeah, and start experiencing all these horrible things. So, so I guess that is that has been a fine line for me between um, enjoying the human experience and and feeling like it's okay to allow those deeper emotions, or um, I guess like. If you want to call them negative emotions, to run through your body and release them, versus avoiding them and stuffing them down and ignoring them, because it's just going to come back up in your life. So, um, so, but I've struggled with fully embracing that experience and going through it, and and embracing the lower, you know, if you want to call it that, frequencies, and you know, trying versus trying to avoid them. Um, but that has been hard for me. Or judge them. Yeah. And, and judge experiences as being low and, you know, dropping my
2: frequency and all all that kind of stuff. So I think a lot of times we can't see the purpose in the moment either. And that's That's true Mm -hmm. because, you know, with accidents in particular, it Mm -hmm. may be that we reprioritize what's really important. Well, my car is not really important. No one was hurt. Right. Right. And just even having that Mm -hmm. awareness of, Oh, you know, I, I really appreciate my body just functioning mm-hmm. you know a lot of times we can get caught up in about yeah. our weight or the way we look mm-hmm. or this that or the other yeah and it's like no i'm happy my body is is walking me from point right. a to point b and right. it and that kind of thing can even though on the surface we look at it as being negative mm-hmm. it can help us to recalibrate to look to see what's really important in mm. life very true and sometimes we can't recognize it in the moment. You know, it takes a couple more times of recreating something that's pretty similar before we go, okay, I got it. I got the cosmic two by four to the head. Yeah. (laughs) I love that.
1: Yeah. Well, are you, do you operate like, like we, we're silly. So we, in every experience of our life, when we're together, every single thing is significant. (laughs) Yeah. And it kind of like, it kind of like motivates us to keep going and like to keep, and we do like our experiences then become quite magical.
0: Yeah. And we get a lot of joy out of it too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I wonder like for people who don't operate so consciously where they're kind of aware continuously and they're tuning in and they're, you know, we are putting frequencies in our food and we're excited about high vibrational food and we're excited about high vibrational places and just the world around us. And, I wonder if there are people who don't recognize that experience, but yet still live a high vibrational life. And then the opposite, you know, if people would bring some more of that awareness, does that change
2: their experience? And is that better? So three questions. (laughs) Is it better? No it's just a choice I think there are people who will never live a spiritual life on this planet and Mm -hmm. that's okay yeah it's a valid option and I think a lot of times we think in order for for us to be happy everybody Mm -hmm. else has to be on the exact same page yeah yeah (laughs) and really that's not true yeah I know a lot of people get really um what's the right word they get concerned and upset Mm -hmm. because they're looking at the state of the world and they don't see how it can change Mm -hmm. but Again, where you're vibrating determines what you see in the world. Because there's a lot of really beautiful stuff going on. Mm -hmm. We're constantly bombarded by all the negative stuff in the news and the media. Mm -hmm. But if we really start looking around, there's a lot of really great stuff going on. And when you start holding a more loving frequency, you start Mm -hmm. to get that reflected back. And we can create change very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, We can create a healthier earth. I love the guides always say, you know, Mother Earth for you all will never be healthy until you heal yourselves mm-hmm. because she's a reflection of you wow so you know if you want to heal the her- heal the earth heal mm-hmm. yourself yeah clean up the toxic environment that's your body first Yeah, if you want to start cleaning up the earth because that informs the actions that you take, you Absolutely. know how you engage mm-hmm. with your environment, your so stewardship true. of the planet, mm-hmm. how you treat your body. Right? <laughs> are you right? Are you a good steward for your body? You've got this amazing vehicle mm-hmm. that you've been given to operate and play down here with. Yeah. And most of us aren't treating it very well. Right. Yes. Either through our thoughts, mm-hmm. our emotions that we keep stuffing down, mm-hmm. or the things that we're putting in. The guides usually, you know, the guides say that what we're drawn to vibrationally in food is, is yeah. determined by our thoughts and our emotions first. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: We are big proponents of self-care practices. <laughs> so <laughs> so what would that look like for you? Is it something that would be inspiring to you in that moment in time? Or is there a certain like practice that you typically do? Like if it's watching a movie or taking an Epsom salt bath or going on a walk, how do you take care of yourself Um, on a
2: day-to-day basis it's been an exploration for me I had to kind of really look at that and see what works for me Mm -hmm. Um, because I love what I do I have a tendency to work too much yes (laughs) and so I've really had to explore different ways of creating better balance for myself Mm -hmm. Um, there were periods where I channeled way too much and I was it it was like being wired and tired at the same time yeah and for me, my numbing agent is TV. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't necessarily go for the sugar or the alcohol, or yeah. I go for the TV. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just as effective. Yeah, <laughs> um, but you know, it it depends. It depends yeah. on what I need. I have found that um, getting out in nature mm-hmm. has been really good for me. I do tai chi oh. three or four times a week out in the park, first thing in the morning. Wow, that's with awesome. a grandmaster, it's it's been really amazing for me to to do that. But I think mm-hmm. the single thing that's made the biggest difference for me is grounding. Yeah. I did not want to be in my body. Yeah. It's very mm-hmm. easy for me to go up and mm-hmm. connect up, but I was yep. like, Oh, the earth really? Yeah, It's mm-hmm. too painful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh, this crap down here. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and when I started to, to connect more, mm-hmm. I had more vitality. I had more energy. Yeah. And, um, I think that's made a huge difference for me and just trying to make time to do that more regularly. Mm hmm. Not just once. Yeah. <laughs> they keep telling me not just once. Because, yeah. Yeah. yeah, my tendency is to go up and out
1: yep. and out. Mm-hmm. I've said this many times on the podcast, but in a reading that I had with you and the Pleiadians, you suggested that I tune in, I think it was 12 times a day. That's a yeah. lot. It was. Yep.
2: <laughs> That's a lot. Well, you must have been ready. If They well, wouldn't have given it to you if you wouldn't, because I... Right. I <laughs> I was like, 12 times, really?
1: That's exactly what I thought. But what I found was at first I was like, okay, I got to listen to Wendy. So I'm going to set 12 alarms on my phone and every hour it's going to go off and it's going to tell me to check in. And what I found was you putting that in my consciousness, tuning in 12 times a day, basically began to program me into tuning in Constantly, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which was the purpose, and that has changed my life drastically. Oh yeah, I see that. <laughs> I definitely know. So? <laughs> how, how so? Well, okay. So I can you give an example. I can give so many examples. Let me. <laughs> when he's doing it. the interview now, really <laughs> curious. <laughs> yeah. So I, when you know, the first two years of me operating the raw Republic, mm-hmm. I was consistently stressed. I was consistently worried and I was consistently operating as, you know, an avoidance to really stepping into what, how I could best serve myself and my business. And, and, and it was also, um, it was me not understanding what I wanted to feel and, and what I wanted to do and, and get excited about that. Um, so I was just continuously working because I had no other compass for what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. And all I all I knew to do was what did my parents do? What do other business owners do? And so when I began tuning in and checking in with myself, I recognized mm, Sheena doesn't want to work 24/7 consistently for the rest of her life like laboring away Sheena is very interested in, in design and inspiration and taking care of herself and being excited about this life experience so that she can help others and drive that through her business. And the interesting thing is that that was very clear that it wasn't happening through my actions. And so when I began tuning in, I made the decision to move an hour away from my business. So I built in time to connect and I live more surrounded by nature and water. Um, That is now built into my existence. You Um, live closer to me. (laughs) Most importantly, (laughs) we live, you know, 10 minutes away from each other. Um, And I, I made a couple of other big moves, but also just that consistent, subtle, questioning am I doing what I want to be doing am I inspired in the moment do I feel good in the moment and if the answer to that is no I now have a compass with which to change it and go another direction that's and it's changed my Mm -hmm. life
0: yeah I feel like you so much you started learning how to own your business rather than allowing your business to own you Mm -hmm. because you were just Slaving away. Yeah, I was afraid. Yeah, because you felt like if you turned your head or let go
1: for five seconds, it would fall apart. Right. Yeah, and that I had no it was, trust. It was so much fear. Right. Mm-hmm. And the way that I that that trust was created was I began trusting the universe and myself through your messages and and so many others that were inspiring me and and making me feel that everything is going to be okay. I'm going to be inspired with the information that of what I need to do. And other than that, all the information is coming from within me on what is best in the moment. So, yeah. That's it, Wendy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well That's thank you. Well, I was kind of guided to ask that. That's why. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and why is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, so... Um, but anyway. And yeah, you know, people would... People were very used to seeing me every single day. Mm-hmm. And I still do. I mean, Amberly saw you last week. I was hair deep in a freezer cleaning, you know, it, I was there with you, at, you know, the middle of the night. Yeah. It's, it definitely still happens, but it's a different experience and right. And people always, you know, people always say things like, I never see you anymore. You're never here. You're never working. And it, and initially I was like, I'm always working. What do you talk? And now yeah. it's like, it's fine that you don't see me or it's fine that you don't think that I'm working. It's, it's totally okay. I'm good with what I'm doing every day. And if you, you know, mm-hmm. if you're, you're coming here, it's because you're appreciating the part that is coming through me into this business, which I feel is improving with the improvements that are happening in my life. And Definitely. I feel good about it. So I don't feel like I feel le- um, less need to defend myself and things like that. Mm-hmm. I could go on and on. I mean, you know, that process has been very integral in my um, well-being in my growth yeah yeah so mm-hmm. but I w- i've been trying to transition to <laughs> getting to the channeling piece so i was yeah. so what what um i felt like it was a good transition was when you were talking one day about the um about planet earth because i think that we we could maybe move into more conversation with that and the peas
2: sure if that feels good yeah <laughs> okay bring them in okay yeah So I always like to preface before I bring them in, Mm because people ask, okay, they sound completely different. Why is there now some strange (laughs) accent going on? (laughs) And, you know, where is she? she, I grew up in Kansas. I grew up in the Midwest. And they kind of had this strange dialect that's kind of between British and Australian, and it changes over time. It's really just longer vowels that can be modulated Mm -hmm. because they actually work with tone and sound. And they're the only group that I bring in that sound this way. So if you ever hear me channel other beings, they don't Mm -hmm. sound like this.
1: Wow, that's interesting, Wendy. I didn't know that because I don't know that I've heard you maybe specifically channel. So the voice changes.
2: Definitely. Definitely different ones. Cool. Yeah. So the other ones sound more like me. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, there's definitely a a frequency to it, and there are speech patterns Mm -hmm. because of the frequency and the way that it gets interpreted. But Mm -hmm. um, there's one being Corolla that comes through occasionally publicly. And as soon as she shows up, people start laughing or they start crying because she opens your heart center oh. and it's very powerful. In fact, I feel she's around so yeah, she may Carola, come through come here. In, girlfriend.
0: Oh, yeah. um, oh, don't make me cry. Yeah, <laughs> That that happens a lot with Wendy. <laughs> when I listen to Wendy's stuff, it's like tears streaming out. I don't know why. And then Sheena has to hold my back and comfort me. So,
2: <laughs> Well, they, you know, it's funny because it, she would hold back. Like I would I feel different beings coming through. Sometimes mm-hmm. they braid their energy together, but the peas yeah. take the lead yeah the peas um the ninth dimensional (laughs) Pleiadian collective we we call them the peas for short and when I first started they went by Mrs. P because it was too difficult for people to recognize that they were speaking to a collective of 2,500 beings Mm. so they would just say it's easier think of us as some woman out here yeah and yeah they they definitely (laughs) um, have their own unique flavor yeah but the when Corolla comes in it she has a lot of heart energy mm-hmm. and it's very emotional for people because they've had their heart closed very you know and what needs yeah. to come up to mm-hmm. to open that again mm-hmm. you know it can mm-hmm. be laughter it can be crying so if you're listening yeah. and she comes through <laughs> yeah if i start, start crying <laughs> it's because i've closed off my heart <laughs> <laughs> all right so we'll see what where they want to go <clears throat> Ah, yes. Hello, dears. This is the Ninth Dimensional Pleiadian Collective and it is a pleasure and an honor to have the opportunity to connect with you. So uh, we're going to cover a fair amount of ground in the short time we have together, but we want to talk to you about patience for the body. We know that (laughs) that is one of the questions that you were going to ask, but we're preemptively supplying you with the information. Because what we're finding for many of you right now is that you've got things coming up with the body. Uh, The body's maybe not as strong or as vital or as vibrant as you might want it to be. And really, it's about having a sense of kindness and compassion for yourself because you are undergoing a tremendous transformation right now. You are finding that your cellular structure itself is changing. Because the light, the photonic energy that's entering into your field is increasing and that is altering the function of the mitochondria and the mitochondria are trying to kind of be the new transitory agent. Um, How do you take this light that's coming in and allow it to be utilized in the body? Right now, you're getting your sustenance through your food, through your sun, through consciousness, in essence, that you are absorbing through your entire environment, Um, and now you have an opportunity to absorb more of it, so that eventually, you're not going to consume food in the way that you are consuming it now. You're a long ways off, Uh, you're not ready to be a breatharian, most of you right now, (laughs) but uh, this is where, as a species, you're headed, and you really have to have a bit more patience with your body because you're also bringing online a secondary meridian system. So for those of you that are familiar with the energetic uh, lines that that run energy through your uh, etheric body, you have another level or layer of that that is laying the pipeline, if you want to think of it that way, that's going to create your fifth dimensional body as you increase your frequency. So there are lots of things that are going on at a physical level with your body, not to mention uh, the, the energy that's now, one, um, you're being bombarded with in your solar system. You're moving through a sector of space that is filled with high photonic energy, so that's creating change. But also the sun is sending you uh, different energy waves, different spectrums of energy, and this is to help to activate you. So while at a very human level you're looking around and you're thinking, well, nothing's happening with the sun, nothing's happening in my visual range for light, this is having an impact on your physical body. So have a little more patience for that. And also as you go through shifts in your thinking, as you go through shifts in emotions, as you let go of emotions that have been suppressed, you allow them to rise, to be transmuted. This is also creating shifts at the physical level. It, it alters your chemical composition. All right. And... Everything that happens at the physical level, first and foremost, happens energetically. Your energetic template creates the physical body. So if you want to create permanent change in the body, you've got to change the energetic template. And you are going through big changes in the energetic template, which is why many of you might notice that one day your energy feels up and the next it feels low. So don't beat yourselves up going into that place where you say, well, what am I doing wrong? why am I feeling tired? Just honor the fact that you're feeling a bit more fatigued and give yourself time to rest because it may not be that you've done anything wrong as far as your thoughts or emotions go, but rather the cells are clearing themselves out. The body wants you to rest and be quiet so it can use extra energy to process and upgrade. All right, too often you all go to that place where, uh uh-oh, something must be wrong uh, I'm, I'm ill or uh, I've done something wrong. And really, sometimes it's just an upgrade that you need to be still for. All right, so that, that's the short little message that we wanted to throw out there. But where would you like to go? What would you like to know from us? How may we be of service to you?
1: Well, thank you so much for being here today, um, Sheena. Do you have a question? I do have a question. I and I think this question might be for you, Amberly. Okay, I want to. I want some clarity on what's happening when we sleep and dream. Yeah,
2: a lot. All right. So uh, there isn't just one thing that's happening. Um, sometimes you have dreams that are just your your mind's way of processing through information. And if you wake up in the morning and you're feeling anxiety or frustration or you're just not feeling great pay attention to that if you are someone who doesn't remember your dreams but you wake up with an emotional charge recognize what that frequency is what is that if you have to give it a label what what emotion is that and then look to see if you are experiencing that somewhere else in your life all right what's going on at work what's going on with the family what's going on with your spouse or your loved one Take a look at all of that because it's informing you of what's happening at the subconscious level. So that's one aspect of dreams. They're messages and information that you're trying to get across to yourself. Then there are other dreams that you have that aren't really dreams at all. Sometimes you are having experiences out of the body and you want to bring back certain bits and pieces of information to your conscious aware self and so it's is similar to what you're really experiencing, but perhaps not identical. It's not really what's happening. You've taken a mask and put it on it so that you can have that idea of that multidimensional experience and putting it into a form that's similar to 3D reality. Mm -hmm. All right, so it can be a a weird dream. Mm -hmm. All right, it can seem a bit off, Mm -hmm. but you're still getting the essence of it. And and then sometimes you are... um, Having literal experiences that you remember. Mm -hmm. I was on a ship having a conversation with this ET who was uh, eight feet tall and he was blue.
1: Yes.
2: (laughs) All right. And then you just think that was a really weird dream. But if you start to pay attention to how you feel with the information, it feels different than just your imagination. Mm -hmm. There is a part of you that recognizes that that was something more than just a typical dream. So begin to trust in that because a lot of these experiences as we said cannot be held by the 3d consciousness the mind the 3d mind the ego mind was set up to give you the illusion of separation it is impossible for you to be separate from anyone or anything but you pass your experience through a filter that says you're separate Mm -hmm. and when you're in the heart center, you have access to multidimensional information. And again, you're still processing it somewhat through the 3D mind in that you have to have a way of coming back to reality which is immeshed in it's enmeshed in 3D. Mm-hmm. And so you'll say, Oh well, I had this experience and I have this sense. That this is true or I have a sense of something, but I don't have a language for it yet. I don't have a way to explain it, but I know it's true and I'm just holding on to this feeling. So eventually what will happen is you'll start to create a language or a way to explain it as you're able to introduce those multidimensional concepts into 3D reality. So when you have those dreams that feel a little weird, just go with it. Say there's something here, there will be more for me as I go, and it will unfold in the right time.
0: That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for saying that. That helps definitely me. And I know a lot of people listening to this. Um, so one thing that I wanted to ask on behalf of um, myself and all of the listeners <laughs> is Sheena and I like to empower every one of our listeners, to take charge of their own health, their own life, their relationships. So what would be the best message for the average listener listening to this right now on how to utilize their own power in their own life? Uh,
2: Trust in self, Mm -hmm. trust in your own discernment of what you feel you need for you and taking the time to check in. What does that look like for you? It may not look like it does for everybody else. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's really important that you all take time to restore yourselves, get yourself out in nature. Nature is going to be the fastest way for you all to reconnect. You all are very masculine oriented. The feminine has been suppressed on your planet for thousands of years. And so now you're trying to reintroduce more of this feminine and, and really honor the value of the feminine energy, which is all about uh, stillness, it's all about your state of being. it's all about restoration and it feels very uncomfortable when you're conditioned to do 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 do. The masculine is is uh, the masculine in the collective consciousness is driving you towards that. So if you know to take care of yourself, the one thing that we would recommend is is to connect with nature and trust in yourself and what you need mm-hmm. because truly no one, has information that is better for you than that which you have for yourself when you get quiet, when you put yourself in your heart center, and you ask the question. We are here to present a perspective. All right. Is it always the best? Not always. All right. We have a slightly different perspective than you have at the ego level. But again, you are your higher self. Having this experience, you've just partitioned off your awareness of that aspect of yourself. And when you get heart-centered, you reconnect with it. All right, You have knowings that, oh, I'm supposed to do this. I can't tell you logically why. I just know that this is how it's supposed to be. And you take action on that. What happens when you start to follow that practice for yourself is that you will notice, oh, every time I feel this particular way, Um, it feels very certain in the moment and I take action on it, things flow easily. They tend to line up and they go well. And once you have those experiences, it reinforces your awareness of the original frequency and then you trust it the next time. When it comes up again, you say, oh, the last time I trusted it, it went well. And it just feeds on itself and you begin to have greater and greater trust in yourself and in your discernment. What will happen for most of you is that you will have a moment of clarity to say, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. And then you'll go back to the ego mind and pull it apart. All right. But in that moment, you had a claircognizance. You had a very clear awareness or knowingness of information. And, you know, if you can get back into that heart centered space, you can access it again. Uh, If you go into the mind, that's all right. Don't beat yourself up. Just reset yourself. Think of something that makes you smile. It's as simple as that. It's not complicated. It doesn't take hours of meditation. Meditation serves its own purpose. We're just trying to get you in your heart. All right? Mm -hmm. So we hope that helps.
1: Definitely. That was like a reading of my mind. Every next question (laughs) that was going to come up, they they knew it. And basically answered it all into that. That was such a beautiful response to that question. So the next question I was going to ask is,
0: what would be the main message to send to our listeners in general right now, um, things that are coming up for them and things that they they may need
2: to hear right now? So old ways of doing things may not work. Um, They may be falling apart for you. And that's all right. Don't freak out about it. Mm -hmm. Just know that there is a more efficient way or a better path for you. But it's going to require you to trust in yourself. Right now, you all are... Undergoing a phase in which you are starting to create new pathways. You're starting to create new systems. Um, This will be political, this will be economic, this will be um, educational, and even just the systems that you work with or operate under on a day to day basis in your lives. If you are looking for a traditional path, You're going to find that it's going to feel very flat. It's not going to hold what you're looking for. So where you're headed here is it's an unknown. You don't have a visual form for you to look at to say, oh, that thing I want looks like this. You know the qualities that it embodies. And you have to work with those qualities and follow those breadcrumbs and not get so locked into what it looks like. It will unfold because you're trying to create something brand new. There is no path that already exists in that sense. Mm -hmm. And that feels very uncomfortable for you all. Mm -hmm. You don't like it. (laughs) You want to be in control. You want to know what's coming next. Mm -hmm. And this is what you're being tasked with. The next six months are all about coherence. And, you know, with each of the solstices we we look to the next 6 months and the energy coming in and the sun is the metronome it's feeding you information and it's keeping the entire solar system on track with its development and right now coherence is the next phase coherence means being in unity meaning understanding that you are part of all that is but also included in coherence is your ability to find balance and harmony and balance clear enough what we were talking about using both the feminine and the masculine energy in everything that you do that it's not just mentally driven that you take time to get quiet figure it out Uh, what are you inspired to take action on all right And then take action from there. You can't just sit in the feminine. You've got to Mm -hmm. work with the masculine and take movement. But also about being your unique self. Expressing your authenticity. And this is what will happen when you start uh, following those breadcrumbs, all right? You'll create these new systems for yourself. Some of you will find that you're in different careers, one that you may not have ever imagined yourself to be in, or you will create businesses that haven't really existed in that form or programs that haven't really been designed the way that you feel compelled to design them to support more people. You're being tasked with creating things that are brand new. So the six months coming up is knowing that it's okay to be your authentic self. Um, too often you all fear that if you're different, you're going to lose those that are around you. They're going to look at you and they're going to say, you know, you've lost your mind. <laughs> or uh, they're just not going to get it. But the best way to help others, to serve others, to grow is to be the living example. All right, and you'll find that you feel better because you're walking your authentic path, and others will grow by observing you. They'll say, "Oh, well, I could do that too." And the irony also is, is that when you start expressing your true self, you'll find that others share your beliefs. Uh, too many of you are f- afraid to talk about the metaphysics or spirituality or ETs, whatever the case <laughs> may be, alternative healing methods. Um, that you think, oh, everybody's going to, th- they're not ready for it. They're going to think I'm weird, but you start talking about it and then next thing you know, they're a closet healer, mm-hmm. all right? <laughs> so you've got to allow yourself to be who you are and not tailor it because you think others aren't ready for energy and information because they are, uh, otherwise they would not be in your presence. If they really aren't ready, then they're going to hear it and then they're going to dismiss it. It's going to go in one ear and out the other, but there may be part of them that says, oh, uh, all right, that was interesting. And then they'll hear something similar two months down the road and they'll say, wait a minute, I've heard this before. And that's because you planted the seed. You were being your authentic self. They needed to be in your presence for a particular reason. They got it. They may not have made the conscious connection just yet, but it was still received in the way that it was meant to. So what we would love to see for you all is that you are allowing yourselves to be the brightest, happiest, most joyful version of yourself and taking actions that are in alignment with that, making changes in your life that support those frequencies. That's so amazing.
1: Mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop on that piece. <laughs> that was we'll awesome. we like glad that <laughs> resonated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And if there's, you know, people are listening to this for a reason, you you know, everyone tuning in now and later, you are, it's important for you to be in this experience of, of knowing that you're accepted and loved just by being who you are and that this community is welcoming, whether it's through us or the collective that's speaking through Wendy or Wendy herself, we are providing a community of people where you can be yourself and feel that support, knowing that that guidance and that love within you is stronger than probably anything else.
2: Let us say one other thing about that. Mm -hmm. And that is that many of you have chosen to be in a family that's vastly different than you. They're holding a vastly different resonance and you come in to help lift them. Because if you came into a family that was already awakened the same way you were, you wouldn't be of the greatest service, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right? So oftentimes you'll feel like you're very different from the rest of your family, but that's all right. You're here to teach them. And in many cases also understand this, they're teaching you about how to be very human. Mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. are many of you who uh, would rather just align with your stellar family and have nothing to do with being human. Kimberly. They're to help you to <laughs> yeah. ground. Alright, so you're finding a nice middle ground balance. Alright, so don't just dismiss it or don't get upset because you think, oh, I'm just so different, nobody gets me. Um, that It's set up this way and there are people who get you. Alright, but you were meant to come into a family that was different so that all of you could have the greatest opportunity for growth and if you can remember that, that will help you to heal some of the wounds that you're carrying in the heart that you're different, that you're not enough, that you're a freak that you're a fraud that you're all of these many negative things that you will tell yourselves and when you can see that oh this is providing us the opportunity to share a completely different viewpoint if you were around strangers who had a completely different viewpoint you probably would get up and leave can't really do that with your family so you're forced to deal with them in a way that you wouldn't necessarily deal with someone who had a vastly different belief system So please understand this because we, we see many of you, uh, struggling with that right now.
0: Yes, definitely.
1: Could the peas shine some light on let's, let's give their perspective on our human body and its capacity for shifting and healing. What do they see as, as our capacity for growth and expansion in the confines of this body?
2: Your body is quite a remarkable machine. And you can think of it like a machine. Um, It is a quantum machine. It has infinite capacity to heal, to shift, to alter. What is a bit more limited is your willingness to be flexible mentally and emotionally. Mm -hmm. So all things unfold in divine right timing. And, you know, if this were an easy game, you all would have been done with it a long time ago. Um, Earth is a grand experiment, and there was genetic material from thousands and thousands of worlds given to Earth, and along with all of this genetic material is all of the history, all of the mental and emotional energy that different species and civilizations experienced. So this energy is all held within the collective consciousness. It's in the records. It's in Earth herself. And there are different civilizations that have tried to go through the ascension process or they've tried to process through certain um, issues, be it control, trust, control, manipulate. Uh, we said control twice, so it's a big one for you all. <laughs> trust, manipulation, safety, security, abandonment. All of these things uh, come up and civilizations have tried to integrate sometimes um, somewhat Successfully, Other times it failed again and again. Earth is the third grand experiment. So it's been tried several times where the energy was melded uh, from these different aspects of uh, your your galactic energies to try to heal the whole, to elevate the entire galactic community all at once. And they failed. And the thought behind bringing so much genetic material to Earth was that when you have a huge range of emotions, which you do, you will have more options, all right? It also makes it a bit trickier in that you can get lost in those emotions. But it also is a beautiful thing. It, it can allow you to find unique ways of uh, of releasing judgment, polarity, in order to elevate yourselves. This is a game of, a, of descension and reascension. So you forget who you are, it's just a filter, it, it's not true, all right? You just put this, um, you don a role, just like an actor, creates a character, and then the idea is to remember that you're the actor, all right, that you are a multidimensional being having the physical experience. The way that you do that is by releasing your attachment to polarity. You release any judgments that you're happening. Um, This is a universe based on duality. There's light, dark, positive, negative, male, female. It's two sides of the coin. The coin in its totality is source energy. You are source energy. But in order to enter into the universal game, you polarize. All right. And when you let go of judgment, you see how something serves you. You see the totality of it. You perceive yourself as the coin, no longer as side A or side B. You integrate. You let go of that polarity attachment that elevates your frequency. All right. We hope you're all still with us. Yes. So when it comes to the human body and your ability to heal, It's about letting go of the polarized attachment because your judgment is what lowers frequency, Mm -hmm. all right? When you release judgment, you elevate frequency. You allow source energy to flow. You can think of it this way. If source was flowing unimpeded, your body would be in perfect health. You'd live eternally. Because this was a challenging game, it was set up with the illusion of time, the construct of time. Um, Otherwise, you just stay in the game in the same lifetime, and it would never end. So when you go through a death cycle, it gives you the opportunity to review, to recalibrate, to create a new blueprint, and try it again with a slightly different flavor. Now, the body itself has the ability to heal. One way that you can think about the body and its ability to regenerate is time and how frequencies are perceived to move through time. Lower frequencies, lower resonances move through space at a slower rate of time. Higher frequencies move through a faster rate from the perception of humanity, all right? Because time doesn't really exist. It's an illusion. It's just simply a marker for an event. Are you still with us? Yes. Yes. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So if your energetic template is creating your cellular structure, all right, it's creating the body, If you've got an area in your body where you're holding on to anger or frustration, let's say that's showing up over the liver, Mm -hmm. the cells are going to be informed by that energetic template. That energy is of a low vibration. So the cell's ability to regenerate, to allow a tremendous amount of source energy to flow through it is limited. Now, all the other cells around it are vibrating at a higher level because that area of the template is not uh, holding those lower programs. Those cells appear, as you perceive it in time, to be regenerating faster. The the liver cells are regenerating, just not at the same rate. Mm -hmm. So from your perspective, they're degenerating. When you change the energetic template, they can be restored immediately to perfect health and vitality but there are two things we would say here one your perception of time is involved in that Mm -hmm. all right because that's part of your belief system if you think it's going to take time to heal then it's going to take time to heal and two your ability to reset to that perfect state is also going to be dependent on your lessons are you gaining the awareness that you need to gain or is that illness or lower frequency still serving you Let us give you an example. You might want success. You might want to have this job, which is really fabulous, and you you want it. But that job means that uh, there's a lot of stress, all right? And you're not really good with boundaries. So you might find that your body is not at its most vital level because you haven't learned to say no to your friends and family just yet. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, And the universe wants to give you that job, but you're not going to get that job because the universe says, oh, if we give that, it's going to suck you dry. Right. All right, So sometimes you've got to learn those lessons first, or you might actually get the job to teach you healthy mm-hmm. boundaries. And once you learn the lesson and how it serves you, then the template changes and then the body can respond. You can do things to help temporarily lift up the body, but it is not a permanent change because you haven't changed the template. So the body is a miraculous instrument. It is constantly capable of regenerating itself. What limits it is your frequency. Mm. All right, Source energy is like this massive data tube that you're standing in, this, this tube of light. And when you enter into polarity, it shrinks down. This tube, so you can think of it like high-speed internet when it's fully open, and then when you're closed, you're in negative thinking, you're in highly charged emotional states. This shrinks down to about an inch wide. So Mm -hmm. it's like dial-up internet. The information still comes through. It just takes forever to download. So this is why resetting to the heart is so important, because being in that heart-centered space doesn't have any of those filters of polarized perspective it doesn't Mm -hmm. have any of those judgments and it keeps you in that wide open field this is why if you're staying in that heart-centered space the body's going to have better vitality it's going to be able to restore itself this is paramount if you want to heal yourself all right absolutely Mm -hmm. paramount and we would also say for those of you who are struggling with this idea of time and miracles Mm -hmm. watch videos of people who've gone through that Watch people who have had miraculous experiences. We say videos because that impacts your brain differently. It impacts you differently. Mm -hmm. You can read stories. That's great, too. You can listen to people talking about it. But when you start to get that into your consciousness that it's possible, Mm -hmm. all things become possible.
0: Very interesting.
2: All right. That's we hope wonderful. that helps answer your question. It was a bit long-winded.
0: No, that's perfect. Because I was just about to ask, how do you change your belief system? And you just kind of answered that. So
2: <laughs> Sometimes it can be a leap of faith. Yeah. But here's the thing. When you get yourself in heart-centered, you know exactly how to change it. Right. You're right. given the instruction because it, it is that when you get into that heart-centered space, you access your higher wisdom. Mm-hmm. And you know what steps have to be taken in order to have perfect health, vitality, connection. Right. Absolutely.
1: Do the peas ever suggest a time where we can't be in that heart-centered space or operating from freedom, love, joy,
2: fun? We see it quite often with you all with grief. When you've lost a loved one, mm-hmm. it's very, very hard for you uh, to get back to that space. And, and it's, it's understandable. And there's nothing wrong with being in that space, but you will you will find a time where you'll you'll reach a state where you're bored with it, or you think, mm, you know, this really isn't serving me any longer. I need to make some changes. Um, but the, the the loss of a loved one is, or uh, you know, a pet, or a family member, or a friend, um, trauma. Uh, that's it can be difficult, and that's all right. Don't beat yourself up saying why am I still here? All of you have a different process for grieving, but you, you know it is important the fastest way through an emotion is to observe it you need to observe the emotion to acknowledge the emotion because if you are feeling something and you you say i don't like it guess what it's going to keep you in it mm-hmm. so just acknowledging it will allow it to come up to be processed as opposed to stuffing it down because at some point you're going to have to process everything that gets stuffed down if you have an event in childhood and you stuff it down some point later in your life you're going to recreate a similar frequency event and then when you release it there it will also come up at the same time so you might find that you create an experience for yourself and your emotional response is heightened Mm -hmm. you don't necessarily know why you just have a really strong response it's because of all that stuff that was suppressed comes up with it because it's the same frequency
1: Mm very interesting yeah I'm going to rephrase the question because that was really good information. And I think that that was necessary. Definitely. Um, But this, you know, and we're talking a lot about the body and, and operating systems, belief systems and family. If we could go into, um, you know, my fear, I guess has always been surrounding my capacity to take care of myself and be safe and comfortable. And so I have felt that if I keep myself in that fear state that maybe I will stay safe. Mm -hmm. So do the peas have a suggestion or do, or can they give some assurance in living with optimal joy of always reaching for that frequency of freedom and carefreeness and, and love and joy? You know, is it always okay to, bring in that experience knowing that or can they assure that everything
2: will be okay where there are several ways we'd like to answer this question (laughs) so the first is can we assure you no in in the sense that we can tell you that but you have to embody it yourself Mm -hmm. so for some people if we said yes not a problem they'd be on board for that other people they won't believe it until they experience it Mm -hmm. So it's a little tricky when we say, can we reassure you? Um, You you are source energy. Source energy is love, simply put. So it's impossible for you not to be love, to be loved, to express love, unless you choose to shut it down. Mm -hmm. So for those of you who aren't feeling the happiest, you're not feeling the most joyous, you're not having the best experience... How's it working for you? You know that there are some things that you need to do to change it, and you'll get bored enough to do it. You'll get frustrated enough to do it. And that's where strong emotions become important because you'll reach an emotional state. Those strong emo- emotions are impetuses for you. That discomfort is an impetus for you because long before you get uncomfortable, Most of you will receive many, 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 many opportunities to take a step before that. (laughs) You just miss it because it's subtle. But when it's right in front of your face and you're uncomfortable, that's when you'll take action. Mm -hmm. But your natural state is one of peace, balance, and love. So if we can assure you of that, that you are source, you are all that is, and all that is is love. Intrinsically, that is who you are then there's nothing that you have to do. There's nothing that you have to seek to become. You already are that thing. You just have to drop all those limiting thoughts and beliefs that say you're anything but that. Mm-hmm. And that's easy. If you think about learning a new skill, for most of you, that seems rather arduous, rather difficult, rather hard. If you think about just opening up, letting go, you know, think about holding a pencil. It takes... Very little effort, just open the hand. Mm-hmm. We always say you can't receive love with closed hand. <laughs> All right, so you got to give and receive. But it, it really is simple as that. It's just allowance. All the other stuff is just distraction. It really is, and and that's, you know, there are two things we say you have to do to go through the ascension process. One is ground and connect, and the reason that that is connect with the earth, connect with your body, because. For many of you, and those that are listening to us, you are among those, it's easy for you to go up and connect, but it's very difficult for you to want to connect with the earth. And it's cutting off your power. You're not allowing full energy to run, because again, this is a universe built on duality. So one polarization is universal energy. The other is the planet of origin. All right. So that's the other polarity. It's the other plug, if you will. And you got to plug in. And... You also have greater discernment to say, is this for me? Is this bit of information resonating with me? Do I need to follow through with it or not? So ground and connect and then heart center. If you're doing those two things, absolutely everything in life takes care of itself. Because if you are heart centered, you have an awareness of, oh, this is for me. This is not for me. Oh, I'd like to try this. I'm stepping into it. I don't have an attachment. Oh, this is what the experience was like. Do I like it? Do I want to continue with it? Or do I want to change my mind? Mm -hmm. Oh, I want to keep going with this one. All right, so I'm going to take another step. So you have an awareness when you're in that heart-centered space. And when you're in that space, everything takes care of itself. You're going to be fine. You experience love. (laughs) Mm. Greetings, dear. This is Carilla. It is an honor and a pleasure to be able to join you today, and it is our wish that we are able to help you to open your heart center just a bit, to know that you are loved, that you are divinely supported. There are many beings that are constantly walking beside you, although you may feel alone, you may feel that you are misunderstood, that no one hears you, that your guides do not respond, but we are ever present and we are ever guiding you, assisting you, and supporting you even when you cannot hear it. We simply wanted to say that we appreciate you, all that you learn and uh, all that you teach us, all that we learn from you and we are ever sending our appreciation. So there are actually a lot of beings who are here and um, we we just want to acknowledge some of them. There's a large Arcturne presence with your group. Uh, a lot of this is healing energy. <laughs> All right. Um, So uh, before we wrap it up today, we want to do an activation from the Arcturans in particular. Uh, The Lyrans are also here, but um, uh, they're also working with uh, um, some of the healing and the sacred geometry and the sound and all of that as well. Um, But we've gone way off track for your original question. (laughs) That's okay. uh, As we often do, because we don't want you to get locked into your mind. When we go around in circles. (laughs) Yes. It it forces you to focus in a different way. We do this with intention. Mm -hmm. Sneaky, aren't we?
0: Yep, (laughs) we love it. (laughs) So,
2: so no, though. Eventually, we will always come back around to where we started and get you get you back on track, so to speak. (laughs) Does that help? (laughs) Definitely.
0: I was just going to ask one last question before I guess we do the activation, but is there any message for, for me and Sheena in particular and what we're doing in this world and, and for our listeners and our clients? Is there anything that we need to know that would help
2: us to help Everyone else in this realm. its a big question. Yes. (laughs) Um, Well, really what you're going to be tasked with over the next 12 months, and this is true for everyone, is is just putting one foot in front of the other. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Because where you're headed, you can't even begin to imagine. There are things that are going to happen or have a very strong potential to happen collectively Mm -hmm. that are going to change the collective perspective. Okay. August has very strong potential to be a game-changing month. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Um, There's a lot of what has been hidden and suppressed, the potential for that to come up in August. Um, We don't make predictions Frequently or lightly, because you all are changing your reality very quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that in particular, and if it doesn't happen, then the spring of 2018 is is the next marker point that we see for that. But it's going to require you to keep walking your path. And there are bigger things in store for you than you can imagine. Um, Right now, you're thinking, you know, things are going great. Uh, I like how this is working, but you're not quite aware of what else the universe has in store for you. Mm. So, there are new skills, gifts, and abilities that all of you are bringing in that you're going to utilize moving forward. The one thing also that we would say for many of you is that, you know, you might have this idea that you're starting out on this path and it's going to be this, you know, there's going to be this thing that looks a particular way. And then all of a sudden you go off in a completely different direction. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) And it's not
2: that that original experience was worthless. Mm -hmm. All right. You gain skills and, and abilities. And sometimes, you know, just as in our conversation where we went in a big circle, you will kind of put that on hold, go off, do something completely different gain some more skills gifts and abilities you might go on to a third thing that's completely different and you think oh I just feel flaky I'm all over the place I don't know (laughs) what I'm doing with my life but you can't see the bigger picture and this is what can happen when you put yourself in your heart center you can see the bigger picture I know there's another piece over here I can't see just yet there's one more that's there and somehow I know I'll come back around and weave them all together right this is happening for many of you but if you're looking at it from the ego level, you think, I'm, I'm just a flake. I can't commit to anything. Nothing works out. Right. It worked out as far as it was supposed to. And then you were supposed to go over to someplace else to have a completely different experience to get other skills. Mm-hmm. So you, and we say this for you and we say this for those that are listening, you are going to start weaving a different tapestry. Okay. Are you going to bring some things together that you've been exploring and you can't see all of it? They're probably for you, Lee, they're probably uh, another three things that you're going to go off and kind of explore and then bring back. And, and um, mm-hmm. uh, you're in a period of refinement. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, you'll find that that's going to change for you. You're refining where you've already started because you're creating balance in your life right now. Mm-hmm. Right. You're still mm-hmm. amassing skill sets. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to find a way to balance all of those. Right. Um, uh, but for you, you're you're getting the balance piece uh, and a strong foundation, and then you're building up mm-hmm. all yeah. right. Thank you so much. That is so, so incredibly.
0: Yeah, wonderful and helpful and just beyond what we could have imagined for our
2: listeners today. So we're so appreciative. It's such a pleasure for us. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we do want to do an activation here. And this is really yes. in part to help you with coherence. Um, and really, for this particular group, it's about trusting in yourself. Mm-hmm. Trusting in your intuition about what you need to do, be it for your body, for your balance, for your health and well-being. Um It's trusting in your own discernment. So both of those things will be in here. Now, when we work with the language of light, it is bypassing the traditional language centers of the brain and it's resonating with you, a divine being of light, having this physical experience. So there is a part of you that recognizes and understands what's being said. These vibrations are helping the cellular structure to attune, to increase. So your experience for each of you will be different in the moment and then long term because it is being stored in the energetic field. Um, sometimes you'll get packets of information, so to speak, and then you'll take months or years to, to open that and kind of sift through everything that was in the box. Mm-hmm. So nothing that you really need to know or figure out or do. If you're sitting down, make sure your arms and legs are on cross so the energy can flow freely through the body. We're going to do several rounds of it here because there were different beings who want to come in and share their energy. As we said, the Arcturans and the Lyrans are here. And part of the reasons that they are coming through is so that you can get a feel for their energy because they have already worked through some of the things that you are currently working through. And by coming in, you can start to access more of their energy, their templates, their wisdom. And you can take that and... You know, it's like getting a recipe to a cake. They might have the recipe for the vanilla cake, but you want to make chocolate. But now you've got a place to start.
0: Mm -hmm. And
2: then you can tailor it how you need to. And that's what is happening with some of these beings who are coming in and sharing their their frequency and experience. All right. So get comfortable. (laughs) Take a nice deep breath and we'll see where we go here. (laughs) Or a caprish to umbrella the distant ever in the to Sakababis a Kata. Ha so ara properly imitated induara and the Liluan bravish ha Ha, Imba Ha Amba ora aracatai, nuora amberishten de decatai, inga ada inga ara arroi. Oi in the ara arre iberish to the debrebrebre in boikata. Has on dashkata and the ala ora harkatai. Hashta under imberibere in the way bedabi imberuere brakatai. Has a sakataishta. Hashta under de barabarei. He is the ashkatai. He is the ashkatai. He in the ara arra irish decatai. Take a nice deep breath. I parabeli mere bere ura ara ere 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 u ta istota do ha do ere bara bara istunga in da re ndu ara ara iston derere mo ara bara ha do ere bara bara indu kata anda ara ora ere 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 indu kata anda ha sa kata anda ha lola bara bara ndu ara ara in derere ndu kata he under the under the Take a nice deep breath. We've got one more round for you. Y I'm <laughs> Be Take a nice deep breath. So we've got some Syrians coming in here in the last round. So in closing, dear ones, feel free to connect with us directly. You don't need Wendy. Simply ground yourself, put yourself in your heart center, ask for assistance and listen. It's going to feel like your imagination, but just go with it. All right, what you find as you practice is that your imagination feels very flat in comparison to your connection and the information that you receive. So until we hear from you, we are watching, we are waiting, and we are sending many well wishes and a tremendous amount of gratitude for the opportunity to have time to share with you.
1: Thank you. Hmm, thank you so much what a beautiful message to end on and to complete what was a really beautiful session thank you Wendy and thank you the peas and everyone else who is present for this all the frequencies and the energies we have so much gratitude for your presence in our lives and and for our listeners through this podcast and um, we will we will take the time to put the information to get in touch with Wendy for her manifestation course called the process and to get in touch with her directly for private sessions we'll we'll put all that information at the bottom of the information of this podcast and please feel free to reach out to us if you have any response to this or have any questions we look forward to all of this working through all of you as we know it will work through us in the coming months so thank you wendy and thank you so much to everyone else Yay. Oh, Bye. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>